Hello world, we're big gay nerds. We're back in our <laughs> second recording of 2019. When I s- thought of it that way, I realized, whoa, it has been a bit. <laughs> we, we did wow. one episode in January, but that's okay. It started off a little rocky because, you know, shit's been going on, but that's okay. We are back and we got a whole new combination of players and a system that uh, I don't think any of us have done before we uh, some of us have nothing nothing like this yeah. yeah no um so yeah i'm excited about it uh before we get into the system let's uh get everyone um uh, introduced i'm owen i i'm running stuff a lot lately which i'm totally fine <laughs> with um next up uh levi oh, uh, hey i'm levi i uh ran D and I'm in most of the arcs. I'm very excited for this one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm just going in alphabetical order on the list here. Sarah. Oh, hey! I'm actually I get to go third for once. Yeah, it's incredible. You've got the third hey. power now. <laughs> I am shocked. Uh, hey, I'm Sarah. I am. It's mostly regular cast member, except for when we run made for some reason. <laughs> um. And I also shill relentlessly for my other podcast called The Gorge, where me and my best friend talk about nerd culture crap for way too long, <laughs> three times a month. You should come check us out. Yeah. Our uh, Patreon swear by the Kingdom Hearts lore episode. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Go check that out. <laughs> the radioactive Kingdom Hearts lore episode. That's it's the, good. That's the thing about Kingdom Hearts lore is that um, since none of them actually ex- are able to explain it, there's an endless market for it. Everyone's it's like, perfect. maybe this one will do it. <laughs> and I don't know how well we navigate it, but it's fine. Anyways, we should move on. Yeah, Saturn. Hi, I'm Saturn. My organization 13 name is Truth Sense. <laughs> <laughs> how'd you figure that out? It's your name scrambled plus an X. Anyway. Ooh, okay. Um, you can find me at Celestial Mecca on Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, I sometimes GM Blades and Dirk on here. We're on a bit of a hiatus because I have a lot of grad coursework, but I can still squeeze in time for this stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we got Snapper. Hello, I'm back. Hope you aren't sick of me yet. Um, I am the guest turned regular. Yeah. Um, I run Made RPG, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at SnapperDcar. All right. We then. have absorbed you into our <laughs> gelatinous mold. Hell yep. yeah. You know, you know, Snapper for the longest time has been a gay nerd. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think now the I think now Snapper has been officially canonized as a big gay. Yeah, nerd. it's true. Anyway, that's that's what separates us from the regular the the common rabble. <laughs> that's right. It's the size <laughs> and the fingers. We're like we're like orcs. We're like <laughs> we're like Dark Souls bosses forged <laughs> on the humanity of our enemies. <laughs> Oh man, excellent. Okay, all of us 10, 11 feet tall. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's why we haven't shown up any cons yet. <laughs> you try to get an airplane ticket. Yeah. Nobody will accommodate on our incredible in no size. Yeah. Anyway, um, Delta come and kick your ass. <laughs> We, we have to get around to be- exclusively in those trucks that transport logs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God. Solid start. Okay. okay um, what game are we playing? Please? We are playing Fate, specifically Fate Core. Fate mm. is a generic system, which is very built around... I'm not entirely sure how to describe it. I'm not sure if narrative says it quite right. It's all about capitalizing on things as described in the fiction i guess mm-hmm. um it's a little bit hard to explain it's a relatively simple system but some but there's a lot of simple things happening at once so we'll see if we're able to keep up with it i'm excited for this anyway uh for for any of our longer term listeners i think the closest thing to this that we have played is like maybe Lady Blackbird. Yeah, think, maybe. And even yeah. then, it's like, there, it has a couple of common, like, concepts in terms of, like, defining your own sort of, like, character action arcs that you can exploit for bonuses, but mm. otherwise it's still a very distinct system. Yeah. It's also an interesting system because its dice mechanic is the only one I can think of off the top of my head 
where you get negative results. Um, it uses what are called fudge dice. I think because they were originally using something called the fudge system. I don't know if they're directly related or not. Um, yes, actually, okay. in prepping for this episode, nice. Fate is spun <laughs> off of uh, a system called Fudge. I thought that yeah, might have been the same that. developers. Yeah, cool. So basically, um, use these weird dice, and our uh, sidekick Discord app is able to replicate it. Um, effectively, um, two sides have pluses, two sides have minuses, and two sides have blanks. And you roll four of those, and every plus is plus one, and every minus is minus one, and every blank is nothing. So you can get a result of anywhere between minus four and plus four. So that's interesting. I think that's a neat mm-hmm. concept. And then you add your skill modifier onto that. So it's kind of the same concept as a d20, in a way, but with yeah. a weirder setup. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. The specific, uh, now, Fate is a system that can do just about anything because it's generic, but there's also a bunch of published uh, Worlds of Adventure, as they're called. I'm using one. Uh, I haven't told anyone the official published title of it yet because I don't want them to be able to spoil themselves, but um, it is a game about knights, uh, specifically knights in what I would consider a historical analog setting rather than a uh, fantasy setting. They... Mm-hmm. It's not our world, but it's also not magical. I'm just going to uh, read the official fluff here. I think that's probably the best way to convey it. They're on the island of Joral, which is about the size of Ireland. Um, And about 200 years ago, an active volcano uh, physically divided this island in two. And what had once been a unified monarchy became two separate kingdoms who have been in a state of um, Cold War occasionally simmering into War War uh, on a semi-regular basis. Um, uh, Regan to the uh, north is um, a pastoral hub of fashion and commerce, also has naval supremacy. Um, They are the ones with a lot of uh, forests for lumber and farming, and they also have a very nice bay that's used to uh, create trade with uh, kingdoms overseas. However, the quality of their metals isn't that great. then Stroming to the south is, uh, it's much colder there, a lot less, um, just plant life in general, and also their coasts are very defensible, but not good for actually launching any kind of naval operation. So, they're an industrial powerhouse with a well-equipped army. So if, uh, in the current state of things, if things were to get hot again, Stroming would potentially have that advantage. Um, the basic situation with them was getting close to resolving about seven years ago when uh, the prince of Regan, Karl Erling, was engaged to be married to Princess Keldebrecht of Stroming, which would have reunited the kingdom finally and brought peace. However, on the eve of the wedding, he elopes with his childhood companion, Sir Rupert Andolph. Um, and obviously that threw things into disarray. Um, Kelda isn't jealous of Rupert because she wasn't really in love with Carl either. Um, but she does resent Carl for putting <laughs> his emotions in front of such a major political move like that. And so that thing which was going to bring them together kind of drove the two kingdoms apart further. Uh, right now, um, one of the big issues is that uh, it's increasingly difficult to uh, export wood or metal from one place to another because they've set up these big embargoes just pretty much out of spite because they don't, they don't want to benefit the other kingdom, but as a result, they're not getting the benefit from them either. So anyway, um, and for the first time, we are going to come with the party pre-split. 
uh, because half of you guys are going to be knights aligned with Reagan, and the other half are going to be aligned with Stroming. Why? So, yeah. So, do you think we should start with picking sides? Um, or should we make some concepts and then decide how they'll be distributed? Hmm. I'd like to uh, talk about our, uh, to get into a little bit of the character gen talk, and at least, like, share what our sort of high concepts are, and yeah. then, I think, determine allegiance from there. Okay, yeah, cool. So you can split it up the which, whatever, whichever way seems most interesting. That sounds good, yeah. So, um, in Fate, um, there aren't any classes. Um, you do have skills, but a majority of your character is composed of aspects, and really a majority of everything in the system is composed of aspects. It's kind of the atoms of uh, the system. Yeah, um, it seems like everything in the in the game kind of centers around like aspects. Yeah, like what aspect is assigned to like a setting or a situation yeah. or something. And aspects are just qualities, basically. It's something that describes something, says what it possesses, uh, that sort of thing. It can be abstract or very material, and. Um, Characters have a list of aspects, and they can invoke them to get bonuses when they're relevant. Um, and also, I can come in and compel them uh, if I want to use them to complicate things. And we can explain that in a little bit, but basically that means that the best aspects are generally ones that uh, can be sort of a double-edged sword, as it were. Um, like, the specific example, I think, was like... You could give a character the aspect computer genius, and that's good, but if you gave them the aspect nerd, that's even better, because right. it can be invoked positively or negatively in kind of the same ways. Anyway, so yeah, Saturn, I know that you have already done a whole lot of groundwork on your character, so let's hear it then. Alright, so my character is Agrippa Olafsson, mm-hmm. the second-born child of Lord Olaf Olafsson IV. Agrippa's brother, Olaf Olafsson V, is about six minutes older than they are, and the heir apparent to their father's lord, uh, lordship and titles and land and everything else. Um, the problem with this for Agrippa is that Olaf V is kind of a bratty layabout mm-hmm. and is clearly going to just squander everything as soon as they get the chance. So Agrippa is on a quest to prove to their father that they are more worth the inheritance than their brother. That sounds very good. Um, so... In this system, your first aspect is your high concept, which is basically the thing that just sums up who you are. And it looks like you have second-born child of o- Lord Olaf yes. Olafsson, the sixth there. So, oh, the fourth. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's definitely a good start. Uh, generally, like the sort of easy one to go with, uh, lay down the books is like an adjective and like a career is generally a solid one. But you've done a very good one too. And like plucky detective. Yeah, exactly. Um, rogue with a heart of gold or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then the second aspect everyone has is a trouble, which is something that is specifically like a thing that gets you into trouble. And uh, mm-hmm. I see you picked obsessive <clears throat> one-upsmanship. <laughs> Agrippa <laughs> is hell-bent on proving that they are better than their older brother, uh, even when such proof is not noticed and probably not appreciated and gets them into more trouble than what it's worth. Okay. So let's move into other aspects and picking those up. That sound good? Yeah. Okay. So, um, the first one after high concept and trouble, and this might be the thing that uh, prompts us to get at, look into allegiance is your code, a short phrase that describes what you think is most important in life. And the tricky thing there is that each kingdom has its own code, and your code can't contradict that. Uh, Reagan's code is freedom and honor. Stroming's code is duty above all. So what do you think is most important to your character, Agrippa? I, uh, What I've had a sort of in mind for Agrippa, and there's like a couple different versions of this I'm still working on, but it's essentially... Uh, family pride before all else. That sounds good, yeah. Um, hmm. Now, do we think this sounds more like an honor and freedom thing, or a duty above all thing? 
I think to me it sounds a bit more like duty, but I think it's not yeah. something that is excluded by the other. Okay. So you're just kind of remaining a free agent, maybe see how the others shape up in that respect. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, from there, you get two free aspects, and they're just things about you. They can be, you know, personal qualities. It can be more abstract things like um, something you physically possess, something like that, in terms of, like, you know, your innate qualities or just a thing you literally own. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm still trying to think about what those I want to do for those aspects because uh, compared to other systems where some of these like character generation options are pretty cut and dry, aspects can literally just be whatever you write down. Yeah. 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 There's, there I'm is, sure. um, although to, maybe this will help. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Levi. Um, I is I actually found, I guess I should have posted this before we got started, um, but I did find a list of, of of aspects that other people have come up with in the past. Oh, um, that Ooh. yeah, aspects and troubles and um, let me see, what was the other one that was a really good? They ex- expertise, advantages, dispositions, things like that. That's cool. Um, that, There's one in here that I really like that I'm not going to use. That is, in all lowercase, I can still hear them screaming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not going to use that one, but it's good. But I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I thought maybe that would be... I guess, I, like I said, I should have linked... But I literally found this, like, 15 minutes before game time. No, no. Um, Understand. And so I thought, hey, if if we have a hard time kind of, you know, off the cuff coming up with aspects and dispositions and things like that... Okay. Um, this is always here to help. Well, um, how about in... Because I like the idea of aspects potentially linking characters together. Let's uh, then move through other characters and get their um, at least, like name high concept and trouble laid out because i think that that could be a good place to go anyone else have their ones already in mind um i kind of have mine Mm. in mind pretty well okay uh, at least the general idea of of concepts um so i really want to play this character is named primrose or prim westergaard Mm mm-hmm um, Ooh, that's a fun name. That's a really good yeah. name. Prim Westergaard. I love flower names. <laughs> is, uh, she is a smuggler mm-hmm. from, I don't know which side, but she is a, a smuggler because obviously with all of the tariffs and stuff, somebody has to get things across the border. Exactly. Uh, so she is kind of the, the fast-talking grifter type of character nice. who one day while on her routes... Uh, came upon a dying or dead, probably dead knight, uh-huh. um, who is who has been a, a famous recluse for for many many years, uh, hasn't been seen in the public eye in a long time, and um, just kind of took his credentials, <laughs> and um, among other things, and is now trying to. Uh, live as a knight. And you may say, Sarah, isn't that the plot of a knight's tale kind of? And uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry don't worry about it. Don't worry about no, it. No, no one in this call has played Dragon Age Inquisition. It's fine. I haven't actually, I wasn't actually thinking of either of those things when I came up with this character concept, and by the time I realized it, I was too attached to it. It's, so. it's fine. You know what they say that, in, that when it comes to tabletop RPGs, your quality of storytelling is defined by how many things you can steal without other people noticing that you're stealing them. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't have called myself out, but I feel like like somebody would be like, wait a minute, that's Heath Ledger. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, so, that is good. Yeah. So what would, uh, what's your high concept for Prim? A smuggler disguised as a knight. That's definitely good, yes. <laughs> um, um, and I think her trouble, and I don't know necessarily the group, mm-hmm. but I think one of the reasons she's decided to try this knight thing is um, she's in debt to another smuggling op. Maybe okay. somebody she screwed over in the past. Or a job went wrong, and the thing she was supposed to deliver was destroyed, which would be interesting. Yeah. Um, either way, she has got uh, some. Some folks have got beef with her. Okay. I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Having enemies is a very good trouble. Um, and what's your code? What does Pr- Prim seems very opportunistic? So, uh, what what kind of code does she operate by? Um. Probably get ahead above all else. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, you know, it, yeah. get ahead and survive as, as above all else. That sounds like it wouldn't necessarily go with the duty one. So, no. I mean, technically it doesn't jive a ton with, with honor either. However, but it does jive with freedom. Yeah. So I'm willing to say it fits that one better. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that is, that is. Now, so when it comes to, like, the code, does that. It, that's not an aspect that we put in, like, no, the character creation. No, all it's, not you, one, it's the one we put in the description. Yeah. Okay. It's just, yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I think if that sounds good to you, we've got our yeah. first side picked. So you're with Regan yeah. to the yeah, north. Absolutely. All right. Of course, of course, of course, Sarah is going with Regan because, as we know, Sarah <laughs> loves ghost exercise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Of course, I align myself with my one true love. Don't worry about it. You're gonna have to fight a lot <laughs> of animators. On, listening to this on <laughs> listening to this on SoundCloud is also a wise decision. <laughs> Okay, uh, anyone else? Have... Oh, I just got that joke. Shut up, Saturn. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. My, my situation is if I pick, if I get, if I'm in Reagan, I'll probably, my high concept will be something like a Disney princess. Nice. Except <laughs> oh that God. it is a nice young man. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but if I go for Skarngard or whatever. <laughs> Strumming. 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 <laughs> um, it would probably I'd probably go more for like a uh, like spy sort of thing. Yeah, there's so, plenty of espionage in this setting, which conflicts with the root with like the dominant sense of chivalry. So that's kind of an undercurrent there. But yeah, so so I guess it depends. Snapper, do you have? Any I preferences. I have actually my uh, all that all that stuff written up, so I can I can read it out to y'all and we oh, can. Oh, sure, yes. oh yeah, damn, no you crushed it yeah. out. All right, go okay. for it. Um, so my character is uh, Sir Zeno Angelos. Nice. Um, mm. He is uh, his high concept is holy order surgeon turned foreign heir. Nice. So he is from a foreign land. Um, his father, he's the second son of his father and mother. Um, his father rules over a foreign land, and his brother is his apparent heir. Um, his mother was looking like that she was not going to inherit until her older brother and his son both died tragically in an accident. Mm. Um, and now he is the heir apparent for a land he has never known. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh. So his trouble is stranger in a strange land. All right. Nice. I know. (laughs) That is very good. (laughs) Sounds by the name that it's like, as this place is kind of a vaguely Anglo-Saxon Nordic place, you sound a little more Mediterranean. I mean, with a name with like Zeno Angelos. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So his his holy order was the uh, Holy Unmercenaries. Nice. Um, That's a real thing. Look it up on Wikipedia. Um, (laughs) And historical. So his uh, his um, code is treat the needy. Nice. That's good. And you said that uh, he's like a medical type. Yes. We can't keep Snapper around. They're playing characters that are like good people. <laughs> okay. We gotta get rid of him. It's off brand. We're gonna have to kill Snapper <laughs> immediately. So, um, do you have a kingdom you have a mind to align yourself with? Because um, uh, Regan sees more like traffic from overseas, but also um, your devotion to your cause sounds very duty oriented. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Stroming just because I imagine that the marriage was originally made uh, due to the need of Stroming to get some votes. That sounds that good. Also, yeah. That actually really fits with uh, the stranger in a strange land thing because if it's like from a very like Mediterranean place, yeah. you're coming to like a frozen, <laughs> very difficult place to live. Yeah. yeah, that sounds very good, actually. All right, so we got one in Reagan and one in Stroming. Yeah, which doesn't actually narrow things down for Levi. <laughs> Damn it! Well, now I know which team like has, 
you know, I might want to be. <laughs> you know the t- you know the team composition. Yeah. yeah. What should be better? If if Levi mostly which which character would I rather play? Yeah, you're going to be going to be nice Jeffrey or mean Jeffrey. Let's see. Um, <laughs> um I'm I'm going to say I'm going to be. Uh, if it helps at all, I have figured out what my aspects are oh. in this intervening time. Okay. Uh, uh, one of them is holier than thou, mm-hmm. and the other one is bows in many area codes. <laughs> Damn. Bows? God. With, with an E. With an E. E. Yes. Yes. Shut up. All right. What's so if that, if that helps you narrow it down yeah. at all, I think that's oh what I'm going God. with. So it sounds like we got. Um, I'll go. I'll go for. Um, I'll go for. Like Reagan then. Uh, I okay. Guess it sounds like. Okay then, and that, so it sounds like this. All right. Uh, this play person air is then defaulting to stroming. Yes. Which, which makes sense. Trying to prove yourself in a place that's very defined by duty, that sounds more or less appropriate. Okay, so yeah. Um, so you've got your two aspects uh, point out. That sounds good. Um, I think holier than thou would definitely be something you could invoke if you wanted to, um, like, e- exerting willpower over something like that. And um, the the latter one is definitely something that I could see boosting, like, a contact role to, like, know someone. So, that sounds good. Um, Okay, so I guess a good time to go over um, aspects with other people, then? Mm -hmm. Or, actually, wait, we didn't, we haven't gone over, uh, so, so, uh, if that one's uh, stroming, the, oh yeah, so you're going good Joffrey then? Yeah, um I decided high concept would be a horse whisperer. Nice. He's gonna be the his original career was being like an estate manager. <laughs> nice. So, you know like groundskeeper, ah. like stable master, stuff like that. Okay, and then you earned a knighthood? Yeah, okay um like I'm going to, basically my plan is to take like a really high ride skill and the jousting oh. stunt that lets him use ride for jousting. So like he's not actually a good fighter. He's just really good at horses. Yeah. So and hor- and horses are like the jet fighters of this world. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's so, definitely So he just uh he just sort of like holds on and is very encouraging. Nice. And <laughs> that's good. Um what you got for your trouble? And code. Okay, so I thought of it and I couldn't think of anything better, so I'm sticking with it. Uh, weak for bossy boys. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh my fucking god. This is why. God. Yeah. This is why fate is a good system. Yeah. Be uh, <laughs> the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. This is gonna suck. And uh, what's your code? <laughs> um, I'll say the code is a good nature, well nurtured. Nice. That sounds so. Like, how does that? Um, I guess how is that like a principle you're following? Um, he believes in doing your best and helping everybody doing their best by like taking care of each other. Yeah. Okay. That sounds very good. Um, I don't know how religion like works in this setting yet, but he's probably into that. Yeah. Um, I thought it does not say at all in the book because this is all kind of like um, medieval times stuff, but also like very fictionalized and moved from reality i kind of like the idea that it would sort of look like that thing that turns up in like medieval fiction where there's a lot of the like trappings of christianity but also like pantheism seems pretty widespread like how in the like the well and people like talking about the greek gods a lot yeah yeah but like in like poetry and stuff. right like um like I was thinking about how like uh the knights the original the knight's tale in Chaucer is a story that's very based on like chivalric knighthood and that sort of thing but there's also people mm-hmm. like praying at temples of Venus and Mars and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um so like it might not be the same names or whatever but like I like the idea of like a uh pantheistic society that still like has like 
uh, something that looks kind of like medieval Catholicism or something like that in terms of his aesthetics. If that sounds good to okay. you guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that sounds really interesting. Okay. Um, of course, since I don't have that ironed out, if anyone wants to like pop in with ideas, then you are totally free to. Oh no, that sounds like generic enough. You know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a very like swords, not and sorcery, but sort of right. Vibes, yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Okay, so since everyone still has to, okay, so um, so. Still need more aspects. Yeah, right? exactly. So let me think. So, um, oh, actually, you know what? Uh, they've got the uh, important persons here. So um, let's see. So, for example, uh, King Carl Erling, um, his free aspects are the people love me and I love them, and Rupert will always stand by me. Um, okay. Uh, Rupert has I would do anything for love and notable patron of the arts. Ooh. Oh, um, nice. Queen Kelda has quick to anger, slow to forgive, and people respect me. And uh, her advisor, Pyotr, has the aspects friends in unexpected places and loyalty is the highest virtue. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you all, all of you their aspects, because normally that'd be something with that you'd have to find out about NPCs, but oh, whatever. Don't, don't worry, Gina. Oh, wait, I'm, not, I'm not going to remember. Okay. No, yeah. No way in hell. <laughs> and those are all like kind of abstract things, but it's also completely fine to stick in aspects that are uh, a little more material, like um, if there's a particular style of fighting or just doing things that you're especially practiced in, or if there's uh, something you have uh, like background in, that sort of thing. I have two ideas for aspects, and I don't know if they'll work, so I guess I'm just going to run them by you. All right. Um, one is Silver Tongue Devil, that definitely sounds appropriate. And the, yeah. other, and the other is Dirty Fighter? Yeah, those both sound okay. very good, actually. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Cool. I guess we'd only need... I'd only need one more, is what it sounds? You need five aspects, plus the... No, um... um you in our game, we get You two. only get two free aspects. The other, okay. the other ones are your code and your high concept and your trouble. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Then I guess I'm settled. Nice. Okay. Okay, perfect. That works great. <laughs> Xenos, do you have any, um, like, skills that you, or, like, particular points of view that reflect your homeland? Um, he's probably extremely well-educated. Um, okay, yeah. So, maybe, hmm, what's a, what's a good creative way to say that? Elite schooling? Yeah, that works. Yeah. Or just well educated. I don't know. I like elite schooling though. It kind of it gives off the Yeah, it's gotta be something that someone can like turn on him at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or okay. or educated overseas even. That that that's a sound oh, good yeah. idea. The more evocative the better. Um and uh Jeffrey, uh do you have any qualities that reflect um or like experiences to do with the fact that you um, earned your way into knighthood instead of being born into it? Hmm. Does that make you... This is definitely something definitely something never, never expected, so maybe something like eager to please, or... I mean, you are weak uh... to bossy boys, so that sounds like it... <laughs> that's some synergy there. God, please stop yeah, I don't... I don't... <laughs> no, don't stop saying that. Look, I had to word it that way specifically, this or is, would imply a different thing. This is gonna get filthy. <laughs> no, we're a PG-13 <laughs> podcast, we can't! But, uh, yeah, I think that sounds good. Okay, then that's just... Like, I could use it to, like, give me a bonus on trying to help people. Yeah. It can be used against me. Yeah, I think that's good. definitely. That still leaves one each for both of you. Um... Do you have a particular way that you try to go about accomplishing your goals? Honestly, because I'm gay, I was thinking of <laughs> of, of going with eye-catchingly handsome. Yeah. <laughs> go for yeah. it. Do that's it. That's what, that's what RPGs are about. Yeah. Huh. It's, all, it's all dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> 
Really, what is an RPG mm. if you don't want to bang your character, right? Honest, honestly, it's a lot. You're a liar if you don't, is what it is. <laughs> For those listening so, at home, you may have noticed the Big Game Nerds Twitter retweeted <laughs> something that I posted to that effect even before we recorded this episode. <laughs> I gotta stay on brand. Uh, so, since he's also like a gameskeeper and like huntsman, I sort of want something to reflect like sort of outdoors yeah sort of education that mm. like mm-hmm. in tune now this is that's lame i was gonna say in tune with nature but as soon as the words left yeah. my mouth i hated it <laughs> hunt, hunt god incarnate no <laughs> um read a book about druids <laughs> if hmm if if there was like sort of a like a druidic undercurrent or something like that. That would be interesting. Oh. Uh, uh, if uh, doesn't sound like that. The druid who's way. weak to bossy boys. <laughs> <laughs> now, now all I'm thinking of is the mystery of the druid's cover. <laughs> <laughs> what about like a rustic huntsman? Yeah. So he's a little out of his element. Yeah. No, that's very good. But he also is accustomed to butchering goats yeah. or whatever. So that sounds good. So that's yeah. That is five aspects each. Oh. Oh right, the codes one yeah. too. Yep. Forgot about yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So now that you've got your aspects set up, the next thing is your skills, which determine the sort of things you're good at. There's a set list of skills and you divide them among sort of this pyramid of what you're good at, what you're decent at, what you're just kind of average at stunts which are things tied to skills which allow you to either do things you wouldn't be able to normally or do specific things better under specific circumstances and unlike those aspects which are all very like in-depth and personal these are basically just picking stuff off a list and it can take a while to sort of finagle them out so we'll take care of that between episodes um but there is one extra thing uh to pick which is a little more in-depth so we'll do that here um everyone get along with the three stunts you pick you get to pick one extra and extra is a blanket term in fate for concepts that are not as easily replicated by existing aspects and stunts in this case um extras represent um things or people who you have access to as a part of your knighthood um it's basically the things specifically listed are ally retainer or piece of equipment and that basically means um if you want special gear cool weapons or armor um an especially good horse or an underling who can help you out in meaningful ways and like act on their own um those are represented by an extra um okay and uh so everyone gets at least one um i mean i kind of have an idea for an extra <laughs> and if you know, like right? Because good... like, it'll either have like a weapon rating and or an armor rating, and then like an aspect, right? Yeah, usually that's something. Yeah, that's for weapons or armor. Uh, you can also, instead of that, you could like get yourself the a uh, thing that provides you an additional stunt, which you know <laughs> is picking an additional stunt. So that's a whole thing, right? Um, or also, um, if you want. Uh, this could also basically describe like a named NPC who will be like at your beck and call, get like an ally, but with their own stats. They won't right. have good stats, but okay, yeah. Hmm. I mean, like I have a pretty good idea for mine. I don't know if we want to do this, you know, like right now, or if we want to give everybody a chance to think it over. But, hmm. I mean, How does that? Well, we can think about it while you're going ahead. Yeah, sure. Um. So yeah, the the idea for mine is that it's a specific like um, like a dagger that is kind of proof of of who Primrose says she is, which mm-hmm. is like the the uh, the what's the word I'm looking for here? Not the heir, but the successor mm-hmm. to this deceased uh, this deceased knight of Reagan. Yeah, um, it, it's like a dagger that's not necessarily meant to be used for combat. 
yeah. but can be used for combat. Just All to right. kind of add that in there. And it's like a it's the the Westergaard not Westergaard. I need to think of this knight's name. We're gonna <laughs> put that one. We're gonna uh, we're gonna put that one. We're gonna put a pin in that one. But uh, <laughs> but the dagger is representative of that noble that Prim is representing. Okay. You know? so, so it's a good way to prove who she is. Yeah. Easily. So to sort of back up and give some context to this, yeah. I, I realize now that I'm explaining a lot of stuff like in reverse basically <laughs> and i apologize to both you and our listeners for that but um with the way uh the system works a lot of things are abstracted so things like having weapons and armor basically uh doesn't do a ton to uh it doesn't directly influence the mechanics you know the important thing mm-hmm. is in interacting with aspects however if you get something with an extra that means it's a very important piece of equipment that is is going to influence the mechanics. And so for a weapon or armor, there are two ways to represent that. Either it gives you the equivalent of a stunt, which, like I said before, is like a conditional uh, bonus thing, or it will have a weapon or armor rating uh, between 1 and 3, and literally that just means it either does more damage or absorbs damage that you take. And so if you just have a dagger, that's going to be weapon rating one. Uh, When you do damage, you're going to do one more damage. Simple as that. It's not that impressive, but also um, uh, if it was a big weapon, like a halberd, um, then I would be very likely to come up with, uh, like, I would take the aspect associated with it, and I would invoke it negatively to cause complications based on its size, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there'd be that. Or if you want, it could give you a stunt. It sounds like the big deal about it is its appearance. So if you want, we could come up with a custom stunt to represent using it in like social engagements or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be, I guess the, the stunt... Uh, it would probably allow something. you to like use... Um, deceive instead of rapport in the case where, like, they know the knight. That's, oh, yeah! That sounds like a good one. Yeah, uh, stunts in this system are pretty easy to homebrew, so yeah, we would have to come up with a name for that, but, um, yeah, I would say use deceive instead of rapport in a situation where your fake identity holds weight. It's- Sounds yeah, good. Is, is called into question or something like that. Yeah. Um, you could call it something really simple, like proof of like lineage or yeah, yeah, whatever. So yeah, okay. Uh, that actually works really well. Yeah, and okay. so that's your stunt, and you'll also need to come up with an aspect to describe the knife, and it can be pretty straightforward if you want to just like say, like engraved knife, something like that, or you can make it fancy if you want to. Um, it is a, a, not, what's the, not like engraved, basically elaborate. Filigreed? Filigreed. Nice. Yeah, it almost looks like, uh, like Damascus steel, which I think is very cool looking. Ooh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's a that... very rare piece of, of, of metal. Yeah. Probably from Strumming a billion years ago. But, yeah. But, you know. That sounds good. As does anyone else have extras in mind that they want to have? Um, extras can also represent like good horses. Um, I believe I've come up with something. Yeah. Um, so Agrippa's uh, extra is Moonin, a giant black raven that follows them around and is their hunting bird. Oh hell, <laughs> they're nice. They they are they are convinced it must be some sort of aspect of the devil, but they can't get rid of if it. It's so a, it just sort of hangs if around. It's a raven that you can use for falconry. That's definitely a hell of a thing. Yeah, that is a it's huge, massive raven. Okay. it's a giant raven. It's like an alarmingly large raven. All right, nice, <laughs> nice. Um, so and cool. so yeah, we can stat that character as an NPC if you want them to be um, like something that can yeah. act in- independently. And then also, I saw and I did this as I'm taking one of my free stunts to go as an upgrade for the bird so that they are good quality. So oh. whatever that means. Okay. Um, where is that? 
Must it is in the where do I see this? I believe. Oh it's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I can. In the, yeah, I can. I can. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that just basically means it's going to have better stats. Yeah. It's yeah. This, uh, it's going to be more competent than a lot of NPCs you're going to run into. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's that? There's what's that goat? For, what's what's that goat from the witch? Uh, oh God. Black Philip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Black Philip. This is the bird equivalent of Black. Okay. Phillip. Cool. <laughs> what a taste of butter. A pretty dress. <laughs> All right then. Anyone else have stuff in mind? Uh, actually, on that note, um, does uh, does Jeffrey have a cool horse? I've been wondering if I should go for that, or you can get additional. You can get additional extras, basic. Um, but you can get additional extras and stunts by investing refresh. And this is something that I should have explained earlier. Um, and uh, we'll probably be able to explain it off screen, so I won't go into too detail here. But refresh is basically what you use to power a lot of things. Um, it's what you use to like actually use the uh, aspects you have or that other people have. Fate points, um, not okay. refresh. Yeah, but, well, yeah, but refresh yeah. is referred to as the, the yeah. Refer- but, um, All right. Uh, so basically, oh. you can have more resources, but. Um, less stuff to fuel them with, basically. So, mm. so if you want more things, you can get them. Well, I don't really want more things. I'm just trying to okay. decide what I want. Um, yeah, the equipment doesn't sound all that interesting. So, yeah, I guess I'll go for a horse. All right, you'll have to name them. I'll probably need some time on that. Oh one yeah, yeah. Um, what sort of qualities do you think this horse has? Uh, so out of the li- like the list here mm-hmm. has. All right, so it says a horse can be fast, sturdy, or steady. Pick two. If it isn't fast, it's slow. If it isn't steady, it's temperamental. And if it isn't sturdy, it's delicate. Yeah. I'm gonna go for a slow, sturdy, and steady. All right. <laughs> so it's it's a big old clopping around horse. Yeah, nice. Slidesdale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Glad you this is the only horse they let me take to, <laughs> into town for my big city night sport. You just like, <laughs> like on top of it, you just—it's like it's like a it's like a retired one. <laughs> sometimes your head like is above smaller buildings just because of how big that horse <laughs> how is. How big it is? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, don't mind this. It's, just, it's supposed to carry carts. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good extra. Um, let's see, Zeno. Does Zeno have anything on hand? Like, I know st- equipment can give you the equivalent of stunts. Do you want, like, um, good, like, surgical equipment or something like that? I was considering it, but instead, I'm actually just gonna take a sword. Okay, nice. So Is this, like, a... It's it's the sword from a foreign land. For one, it's curved. It's a uh-huh. saber. Um, nice. And it was given... It was inherited to him from his holy order, the holy nice. unmercenaries, um, and it's called the Saint Taker because Ooh. when you when you take a life, you can no longer become a saint. Um, <laughs> oh, so that's very it's, good. It's just a good weapon. That sounds like it would be weapon rating two. Yeah, it's uh, scale of uh, one to three, and three would be something like a halberd or whatever. So. Yeah. It's very, it's rather abstract in that sense. Okay, cool. So we've got some cool extras um, for skills and stunts. That's something we're going to have to fluff out in between. But this sounds like the making of some good stuff. Things have been kind of jumping around. So why don't we do a quick review of who we have? So who's over it? Who's over from the northern country of Regan? That is me. Um, so, as we said, we have uh, Primrose Prim, Westergaard, a smuggler disguised as a knight after stealing the proof of lineage, among other things, from a dead knight she found while on her smuggling route. Nice. Um, she's, her trouble is that she's in debt to the, and I came up with a name, it's uh-huh. not very creative, but whatever. They're called the Svartorm. Nice. Uh, which is, which is, means black snakes but whatever Mm -hmm. um and she is a a uh, her aspect is to get ahead above all else she's Mm -hmm. 
uh, she fights dirty and she's a silver-tongued devil. All and right. she's come to try and to convince people she's a knight and get ahead that way. All right, then. Who else? The other one is uh, Jeffrey Hilton, a estate manager with a unusual gift for horse training and raising. Uh, he was elevated to knighthood, and he's doing his best at it. <laughs> and... Um, he doesn't know if he's doing very well, but he's having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Doing his best. Yeah. So he's a, he's a nice boy from the country, and, you know, they need people to ride horses really well. Right. You're, you're damn good at it. Yeah. And then over in the southern kingdom of Stroming... Uh, I guess I'll go first. We got Agrippa, who's the... The uh, second born to a lord, uh, kind of bitter about it. <laughs> Holier than thou, uh, playboy slash whoever. <laughs> uh, and also, they are uh, bedeviled by a giant raven that has some <laughs> unknown interest in their life. We've got the second in piece. We've got the second player character who's just followed around by Corvettes. <laughs> oh, that's right! Yay! Very cool. That's a theme. Everyone yeah. loves Corvids. And then speaking of themes. So, um, I. <laughs> bully! Uh, <laughs> so, I am Zeno Angelos, also second born, but not so mad about it because my mommy loves me. Um, <laughs> he is uh, from a foreign country, is a really cool knight, has a really cool sword, very handsome, and a surgeon. Nice. Got a lot going on. You are a real. Um, <laughs> you're ready for the Renaissance. So you can be a Renaissance yeah. man. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> All right. Well then. Um, next week, come and see what these characters get up to when they are forced to clash in a royal mm. tournament. Ooh. Oh. oh.